Valentine's Day is on Tuesday. A lot of celebrating will take place this weekend, the weekend closest to Valentine's Day, a couple of days beforehand. How will you spend Valentine's Day? The Old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. How will you spend Valentine's Day? We'd love to chat with you. What are your plans? Do the same thing every year? Kind of mix it up depending on the year? How will you spend Valentine's Day? Can I read you my favorite text so far off the Old National Bank talk and text line? Mm-hmm. 920, Mike and Shelly will be milking cows. Yeah, if you're a dairy farmer, that never goes away, does it? Happy Valentine's Day. Also from 920, celebrate my mom's birthday. Oh, that's nice. So that's that's sweet. So when we were newly married, we went out for Valentine's Day like a lot of couples. And we'd get a babysitter, and we had twins. So when the twins were little, and they were a handful, it was a welcome (laughs) respite. We'd get a babysitter, and we'd go out to dinner, and we didn't have much money, but we'd make a point to do it. Well, one year the babysitter canceled. I think the girls were five. And so we decided we're still going to dinner. And I called the restaurant and said, hey, can we make it four instead of two? And by the way, they're little kids. And so we went to the restaurant, and that became our tradition then. Then every year after that, for the next 15 years almost, we went out with the girls. And that was our tradition. We made dinner reservations and went out with the girls. And it just became our special way of celebrating Valentine's Day with uh, with Kiera and Amy. Now, as an, an adult... I'm going, ew, have adult time together. As a daughter, I think that's very, very sweet, and you have made memories for both your daughters by having that Valentine's Day tradition. Yeah, that's a nice way to look at it. And we still talk, but now the girls are 30. They just turned 30, and we still talk about it. See? So it's kind of cool. Aw. How do you guys spend Valentine's Day? I don't mix it up? I don't have children, um, especially with it being on a Tuesday. It's funny. Both uh, me and the man are busy, and so I'm looking at his schedule. Will he be around? So we have Tuesday night off. Oh, nice. Uh, but Date we'll... night. Too bad the State of the Union's not <laughs> <laughs> And he is working on Saturday night, so maybe we'll do something Sunday. Uh, it is a nice excuse and a reason to go out. He did take me out last year. I remember it was on the, Valentine's Day. It was on a Monday, so we went out on Valentine's Night Eve to Lake mm-hmm. Park Bistro. So we, oh, beautiful! Yeah, place. we did it. We did it up last That's year. That's nice. But it's not a regular thing. Like if we're both in the mood and we want to use it as an excuse to have a date night. Also, I think after the pandemic and not dressing up, like it really was kind of fun and fancy. Instead of, ugh, it's another thing we have to do. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I don't know that we will do anything special, but I do like uh, my man's approach is let's just be nice to each other and show our love every day instead of just on this one day. And then I also think I never really thought I wanted a dozen long stem red roses <laughs> until you I got send them. them away, no, until you get them and you're like, oh, I do feel special. <laughs> so I feel nice. love. Yeah, oh, I, I got to rearrange them and cut them and put the little food in there. So, so it is nice to get pretty, pretty flowers. So, but but I won't be wounded if it's like, but you didn't get me a card. You must not love me. Like I'm not going to walk around in a huff. Yeah, Mike, I know you listen to the show. <laughs> she she really likes the flowers. <laughs> It's it's nice to be nice to each other. Greg, have you started a romantic tradition? I not overly, and it's not that we aren't romantic on Valentine's Day, but I, my wife and I don't really subscribe to the Hallmark holidays all that much. Uh, but we'll do something together, and it'll be fun. And it's typically been making dinner at home um, because Valentine's Day just you know doesn't always fall on the Friday or Saturday. So if it is a Tuesday, we might make a nice dinner at home that night. Uh, Emily loves fresh flowers in the house. If I gave her a dozen roses. 
she would say thank you and give me a big hug and, and say thank you and be appropriate. But she wants an orchid instead, right? She wants something different, right? That's just her, um, which I also very much appreciate. So we celebrate together. We make sure the kids understand what Valentine's Day is about, but we also share those same sentiments where uh, you show love every day for the ones you truly love. I agree with all that, but of course you do. But it doesn't mean you don't celebrate Valentine's Day. I also, we don't go overboard. I also Maybe think that no the term Hallmark Holiday gets misused sometimes. I mean, Valentine's Day has been around for hundreds of years. <laughs> right, and you go buy a card Long for before it, right? Hallmark. I mean, Valentine's Day was celebrated, and people showed love before Hallmark even existed. I think Sweetest Day, Spouse Day, Boss's <laughs> Day, clearly Hallmark holidays. But Valentine's Day, I don't know. I put that in a different category, a couple, I guess. A I, couple from the... I find nothing special about Valentine's Day. Nothing at all. That's well, sad. Uh, but especially if you're not dating and you're and you're single, like it's just well, a salty right. If you're day. not dating and you're single, well, but, right. but I used to it call it Singles a... Awareness Day. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> single Depression Day. Uh, we do have a text from the old National Bank talking text line. Yes, alone with three exclamation points, but expl- exclamation points. Uh, but we do have some romance going on. Two six two. My wife and I will be vacationing in Costa Rica. There you go. Uh, and then from 414, uh, hi, John, I have an amazing wife. So I get her flowers, dark chocolates, a gift. There you go. And this year, they're going to a Mexican restaurant where everything is organic, homemade, and they have a mariachi band, Iguanawana. Oh, that's in Kenosha. <laughs> yeah. That's so in Kenosha, Highway 50. That's a very nice 815 is going to spend Valentine's Day working on their model railroad. That's love. My wife and I will be vacationing in Costa Rica. And another couple vacationing in Punta Cana. Ooh, that's nice. There we go. But so, so why is it sad that I find nothing special about Valentine's Day? That doesn't mean I don't celebrate you hate it. New Year's Day, or that I don't think Emily appreciates it. I, I don't need anything in return. Right. I don't on think Valentine's it's necessarily. I don't, I don't find anything about, special about. It. I don't think it's necessarily anything about getting something. I don't know. You're, you seem angry about Valentine's Day. And I'm not you, angry about it. You like you're like, like it's not a big Hallmark holiday. We don't celebrate Hallmark holidays. You don't like New Year's Day either. I don't think it should be a holiday. <laughs> I'll take the day off. But you are I don't get discovering it. your it anti-holiday. It doesn't make sense. To be, it's the beginning of a year, so we get a day yeah. off. Yes, that doesn't yes. make any it's, sense. It's, to it's me. new beginnings. Press it's a celebration reset. of so resetting. Take, so take a day off. Yes. I don't get it. Yes, I don't. I'll yes. take it. I'm not going to complain. We should also celebrate the end of the year. We should get New Year's Eve off too. Here, How about here. the middle that of the year? That one I would take. The middle of the year at the end of June. We should yeah, right. get that off too. <laughs> Just find some random days. Summer solstice. We should celebrate and get it off. Yes, rooftop cocktails. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good places in town for rooftop <laughs> Longest day sure. of the year, yes. I embrace that. Uh, hey, Sandy and John, Valentine's Day is very special at our house. It's my youngest son's birthday. Easy Aww. for him to remember his birthday. That's nice. Here we go, Caroline. She's going to make her mom some dinner, and then she's going to walk and snuggle with her dog and her two cats. That's nice. There is nothing wrong with that. I'll bet pets clean up on Valentine's Day. I bet there's a lot of Valentine's like toys... Being given to Mister Snuggles and I bet that's a, uh, the cat. I wonder if that's think? a single thing too. Like I don't think we've ever bought our. We've always had dogs. I don't think we ever buy him a Valentine's gift. But if I didn't have Michelle, maybe I would. Right? If that's the one who greets me when I come in the door every day. Um. <laughs> all right. This they agree with you, Greg. Two six two. New Year's Day off is as absurd as somebody recommending the day after the Super Bowl be a national <laughs> holiday, <laughs> meant for people that are too hungover to function. Probably only if the Packers are in it. I don't think we're going to have that many hungover people in our neighborhood, no. will we? And uh, from the 414, it's the feast day of St. Valentine's. Showing love is a good way to celebrate, but it has been over-commercialized. So, kind of down the middle on that one. It reminds me of like a Charlie Bound Christmas. <laughs>
<laughs> exactly. Uh, I will say for the record, and my boyfriend is also going to cringe at this, uh, we still have mistletoe up at our house. Oh, fun. So I'm going to leave wow. it up through Tuesday. That's nice. Then That's I will nice. take all of it down, I promise. But yes, we still have a room of Christmas decorations up. Oh. And five mistletoes in that one room. Wow. Just the mistletoe was up. That's <laughs> Mike's we'll favorite room of the house. Nope. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. It is snowing and it sucks. Meteorologist Brian Niznanski is with us this afternoon on what's been a busy weather day. Hello, Niz. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, just uh, kind of a nasty day out there, right? Just sloppy, sloppy, gross. It was pretty Can't when it enjoy. started. It was. It looked like a snow globe when it very first started yeah, like downtown. Noon. It looked really pretty. Yeah. Big flakes as yeah. it was as it was falling. Yeah, that, that, I, I'll give you that. When it was falling, it looked good. Now it's just kind of. I mean, you can't really even enjoy it. It's slush. <laughs> no. If that is know? it, so, is the but, snow done or in metro area or not really yet? Watching one more band of what would be accumulating snow, but nothing you know too out of the ordinary or crazy. One final band of it that's moving through our northwestern spots up towards Dodge County and Washington County, and it could pivot through the metro Milwaukee area over the next hour or two. I think once that clears, say, 8 o'clock, then we're done with any accumulating potential. And we're talking like maybe another half inch or something. Do we have any totals yet, or is it too early for that? Uh, Milwaukee downtown got an inch and a half oh, okay uh, and then it starts going up the farther north and west you go now some of these reports are a little bit older uh but you have theresa at uh three inches you have tai Chita, which is just uh, outside of fond du lac at four and a half inches of snow waiting on like the official numbers to come in the national weather service has that what they call cochrans their uh their official metered spots that they they get their numbers in still waiting on those to come in i would suspect like locations like dodge county fond du lac county there's going to be a lot of four and five inch totals and then as you start to get closer to town by the time you get to west bend maybe more like three and then you're like an inch or less for most of the milwaukee area and a lot of this is going to melt as we head into the weekend huh weekend looks pretty good Yeah, it sure does. I mean, an awesome forecast, uh, both Saturday and Sunday. If you wanted to complain about something, which you really shouldn't, because it is February (laughs) after all, um, it will be a little bit windy, especially on Saturday. We could have some gusts 25, 30 miles an hour, but uh, overall, the weekend looks fantastic. I say, but sunshine, right? Yeah, sunny both Saturday and Sunday. I got plans. I think I told you to throw a brisket on for for the Super Bowl. Um, sit outside and, you know, kind of halfway in the garage and driveway, pretend it's, you know, maybe a spring day still with the winter coat on and it'll be fine. Oh, Nismansky tailgate. I like it. I like it too. Pretty much. I feel like Greg Greg could give you some brisket tips, I think. He's our brisket guy. I put one on at 11 11 p.m. last week, Friday night, and I took it off about 4 o'clock, 3.30, 4 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. That sounds about right. I've learned that overnight method is better than trying to rush things and speed things up early in the morning, uh, for sure. Like, I mean, that's that's important because it's it's much, especially with brisket, it's a lot more important to get it done ahead of schedule and let that baby rest for a while than to, like, try and, like, rush the process at the end. Hey, now, Brian, I want you to keep my cell phone handy, okay? If okay. you get to the okay. point where you're panicking, just give me a call. I will help you. Because when you cook it, it's going to stall at like 165 degrees internal temp. 
for like three yeah, hours, what? and you're going to wonder, like, why is this thing not moving? It's okay. We're going to get through it together, okay? <laughs> I love it, man. I, I could use your tips. I'm good to go. You know, honestly, I've done brisket a couple times before, but I've yet to perfect it. I want to pick your brain. I can do a, I could do a pork butt very easy. That's much more forgiving meat. That sounds very uh, Wisconsin, but, uh, a pork butt. <laughs> yeah. Greg can help well, you. Could be a por- it's t- it's technically a pork shoulder. Greg can help you uh, with but butt, too. Yeah. But Greg can help you get through the brisket plateau, it yes. sounds. But yes. Yeah. There Greg is, is a chef. There is a threshold there. All right. Meet talk uh, on WTMJ with uh, Greg and Brian. <laughs> Greg, do you wrap it in uh, the butcher paper or do you go with like foil? Uh, no, I wrap it in the butcher paper for the last two and a half to three hours and elevate the heat to about okay. 245 or 250. Uh, and you get okay. a good bark there. No, Just put it right on the grill, right on the smoker, without anything for the first several hours. I'd probably say the first 13 hours. If you've so got you uh, grilling me. questions here, I'm going to give out Greg Matzik's cell phone <laughs> yeah, number. Yeah, no, please do. <laughs> so you can, it's uh, <laughs> Brian, thank you. Good luck with the brisket. We'll talk to you again tomorrow, pal. That sounds great. Lots of sunshine starting tomorrow afternoon through the weekend, guys. Enjoy. Have a good night. It is 545 at WTMJ. If you have brisket questions, I'm serious about this. Greg's email is gmatzik at goodkarmabrands.com. I got you back. G Matzik, and you M-A-T-Z-E-K. Love it. Oh, he loves fun. to cook. It's yeah. so he, fun. He's you, a great cook. You by know the way. so much about sports, but it is so much fun to watch oh. you light up in the in a slightly different way when it talks about cooking. Oh, that's the best! You, you, you get to play artist. Sandy, yeah, he is such a good works, cook. He is a really, try. really good cook. For well, real. That's very kind of you. It's true. We'll be over tomorrow evening <laughs> at six o'clock. <laughs> Tailgate. <laughs> it is five forty-five. We'll dissect that Bucks trade up next. Time for Bucks Insiders with the smartest sports guy, sports guy I know, Greg Matzik, who's with us here in the studio. Oh, I was going to make room for somebody. I no, know. it's you. It is clearly you. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, so Looking over your today. shoulder. Uh, who's coming? Where? Who, wow, who's out there? Uh, this trade today. So the Bucks will get uh, Jay Crowder to give some draft picks and a couple of guys who didn't really figure to play down the stretch. Anyhow, what do you think of the trade? Yeah, I think it's interesting. It took a long time. The Bucks have been in discussions with the Suns for several months. Crowder has been on the sidelines. They and the Suns, he and the Suns, mutually agreed to sit out so they could work on a trade. Now, what I find interesting is that Crowder's frustration stem from they want him to come off the bench. Well, that's clearly <laughs> what he's going to do in Milwaukee, but nonetheless, he's going to come off the bench. That's here a in good Milwaukee. point, actually. So I thought that was a little strange. That tells me there was something that was running a little deeper, perhaps, with the Suns. But the Suns were pumping the brakes on this. They wanted to get a third team involved. They wanted to get some talent back in return. And then when Kyrie Irving was traded over the weekend there were some rumblings that maybe the Nets would look to move Kevin Durant. And that's where everybody looking to make a deal backed off and said, well, wait a minute, now we got to pay attention to this. Can we get our hands on Durant? Like, this was going around NBA circles. And when he was moved late last night, Kevin Durant, about 12.30, while you were sleeping, that opened the floodgates for every other trade. And there was a flurry of them today. So instead of the Bucks working with the Suns to get Jay Crowder, they had to work with the Nets to get mm-hmm. Jay Crowder because Crowder was part of the piece yep. that was dealt to the Nets in exchange for Kevin Durant. So kind of a confusing situation. But I like the trade, yes. Is there a scenario? I'm intrigued by what you the point that you raised. I didn't realize 
Is there a possible scenario where Crowder's unhappy? He didn't have a no-trade clause. I mean, they traded him no matter what he wanted, right? Could he come to the Bucks and be unhappy because he's coming off the bench? Uh, he doesn't appear like he he's said a guy who is yet. unhappy. He's uh, commented on Twitter that he's excited to come back to Milwaukee. Right, 414, I'm coming back home. All right, good. He's what? got that sort of connection Excellent. right now. Yeah, why do you think he would be unhappy? Because I perceive it as Because yay. he didn't want to come off the bench in Phoenix, and that's what he's going to do here. Exact same role, and he said he was unhappy about that. So I think there's something a little deeper there with Phoenix. Okay, because I would say, but it's a chance to play with Giannis, and you're back with True. Wesley Matthews, who's yeah. in. But all we know Mark is on Hedder. the record, he said he didn't want to come off the okay. bench. Now he's going to do that. Good. I hope you're right. Okay, so here's what I really like about the deal. A couple years ago, the Bucks acquired P.J. Tucker in March, and you looked at his stats and said, well, what's that going to do? Uh, he was four points, four rebounds, wasn't shooting great. But there was a toughness and a grit and a, a there was a defensive-minded versatility to his game. He brought a, a dog mentality. He talked about that. That will be what Jay Crowder brings to Milwaukee. He can shoot the three at about 35%. It's not lights out, but it's certainly something you have to respect. But he can defend multiple positions on the floor. So if you think back to the Boston series last year, they have a couple guys who are really good. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they're 6'7 yep. to 6'9. Like they, they're just hard to guard. And if you look at like pick and rolls and how teams switch, man, you can get stuck with the wrong guy guarding one of those cats, and it's a problem. And Grayson Allen was stuck in that role way too often last year. Yep. Teams were hunting and him. And they exploited it. Now you throw Crowder into the mix. That's a little bit more difficult to contend with because he's a big-bodied athlete, really strong, high IQ, very good defender. So he helps the Bucks in situations where they're going against the Celtics and their length and offensive prowess. How excited are you to have a Marquette boy back in town? Big time. It's cool. It's fun. I'm one of those people like I love that Craig Council is the manager for the Brewers. Yeah. Like I love that hometown. Yeah. That weaving it in because I guess I feel like they really are going to play harder. It, that it means a little more when you're where your mm -hmm. basketball career, in essence, started, at least your co collegiate career, and that you're surrounded yeah. by this uh, level of enthusiasm. So I, I, I love that Jay Crowder's name is going to be said again Something cool here about in Milwaukee. That. I think it's energizing. Yeah. I think it's really energizing to the player. Now, it, the timeline on Jay is going to be interesting, and I'm, I'm not sure if Mike Budenholzer will be able to talk about it tonight before the Lakers game. The deal's not yet been made official by the Bucks. I haven't seen a statement by the Bucks. This is all happening in trade land, right? It's just sort of this mm -hmm. uh, physical, like there's a lot of things mm -hmm. that need to happen here. Crowder has not played a minute this season. So to go from zero to 100, I just don't think that's going to happen. Whether that means a week in the G League, or I, I don't really know. But I, I don't think you'll see him in a Bucks uniform until after the All-Star break. That would be my guess. And there's really not a big rush here. You get him on the floor for a couple months leading into the playoffs, I think you're fine. It's always fun when the Bucks play in L.A. It'll be fun that they're playing the Lakers. But I'm disappointed because I was really all this week looking forward to, man, it's going to be LeBron going for the record on Thursday, and then he just decides he's going to blow up yeah, earlier right. this week. He's starting to feel it, so Took he kept a scoring. luster <laughs> off the matchup. Uh, perhaps it did. It'll be plays and, tonight. You know, and, and well, he might have to because the Lakers traded away three players. They might need him just for numbers <laughs> on the floor tonight. The Lakers were heavily involved on trade deadline day, too. But, yeah, history was lining up, and then LeBron just, I don't know, did LeBron-like things the other night. Yeah. Took care of the record. He was incredible. All right, good stuff. Bucks active on trade day. John Horst in Horst We Trust. That's yeah, like six years in a row now where he's made a trade deadline deal. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? We're lucky we've got that guy.